Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 347 for April 24th, 2022. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. I keep waiting for like, for like a persona grade, like rapper to come in part of the way through the intro. It yeah. makes a, a little bit, I like it. I like the intro, but it makes me think a little bit of like an NPR news segment. It and, certainly sounds like something you got off Fiverr. <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. It's funny that you say that, Aroa. The very first thing I said to Nathan when he showed that to me in like a, a private chat was, can I rap over this? <laughs> <laughs> and you can. You can. And you can start next week. Uh, I, because I may, Maybe I was even thinking about doing that already. I, I'm going to be gone for three weeks, not doing the podcast, so I'm leaving it up to you two for some reason, and I have, been, I have been told in no uncertain terms that I cannot do the podcast or any streaming while I am in Europe. Yeah, that is what you, <laughs> that is what you said. Someone's um, in trouble. So I I won't be doing any podcasting. I won't be doing uh, any streaming. I'll be I'll be you know. You're gonna leave your phone at home. I will not be leaving my phone at home. I need GPS. Okay. <laughs> I have. No, I'm, just bring your Garmin. God, no, everyone no, has one of those, right? I got Google Fi for the is. The ex- express reason that I wanted to use it explicit. for international—that there we go. The word you were trying to use was explicit. Explicit reason, yes, that I wanted Today's to. Today's just shit on Nathan Day. Apparently, it's okay. I thought that was every day. Um, so anyway, I I got Google Fi for that reason that I wanted to do international travel because it has amazing international travel plans. Uh, and then the world at, ended. Yeah, and then the world ended. But if you look at like Mint Mobile, which is advertised E-Mobile. heavily, yeah, it, it's I, I looked at their international data rates. It is two hundred dollars per gig. Well, yeah, I mean, most MVNOs, if you're going to go international, you might as well just buy a prepaid phone while you're overseas. Yeah, or a, a you can at least get a SIM card that'll work in your phone. Yeah, that's, that's what a lot kind of what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to ask Connor, where can we find you? You can find me and Aroa and Reeton, and I think it went robotic there for a second. Sorry about that. At Aroa.website. The one link that I want to draw your attention to over there is the one for Clinton's Core Classics. This is a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. We are just wrapping up the fifth book now, and we're getting ready to go into our sixth and final chapter. So if you haven't checked it out before, now is a wonderful time to hop on. Because it's about to be over forever. Yes. Yes, it Full is. Show. Eventually, well, we'll 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 discuss that later. Uh but no, we're, we're well no, he's he's right. On. Well the end of that show. Well yes. The whole thing, the whole podcast is ending. 
No, no, it is not. The only successful thing you've done. (laughs) The only successful thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, I thought he was talking about me. Well, that too. Both of us. All, All three of us. Even though a row is not there, he's he's though, yeah. <laughs> he's just writing those coattails. Like, hey, no, he, like is, he is in, in like yeah, one episode. <laughs> exactly, he is in one episode for I think less than a minute total of audio. Not oh, good. even, yeah, like several seconds. Thank you um, very much for your support. I just listened to that like a month ago again, actually. <laughs> so, uh, yes, you can find us all all on a row dot website. A row can you can find a row at row.website. You can find me, Nathan Reitz Ruth, everywhere at Reeton. Uh, again, I stream Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Obviously, the next month is going to be a little weird because I'm not going to be streaming. I will be uh, on Wednesday of this week, so that would be the 27th of April. I'm actually going to be gone. Uh, I'm not going to stream that day. I will be streaming Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Uh, Wednesday, I'm going up to Portland to watch Mick Foley. And then Friday, I'm flying out to the United Kingdom. I, I assume Mick Foley is one of them wrestle boys. He is a professional wrestler who does like a stand-up comedy show thing now. And I saw him several years ago. And uh, What's the deal with arm bars? <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. But he does a... It's more of like a one-man show type thing where he he tells anecdotes and talks about you know wrestling and stuff. And then he but... submits himself. Exactly, and that's the that's the weird part. He gets naked, but that's okay. No, I was talking uh, like a, a choke slam on himself. Gee. That's not a submission, <laughs> though. Oh, you know, I really should know that too. <laughs> anyway, so I'll be going and seeing McFoley. Then I'll be going to the UK, but. I found out, not, not that I would have gone because I'm kind of boycotting WWE, um, but I found out. So I'm going to arrive in uh, like the London area on the 30th of April. And on the 29th of April, WWE is having a show in London. So if you've ever wanted to meet your most obscure favorite podcast host and you live in the greater London area... <laughs> Exactly. Um, but yeah, so I, I was like, I, I don't really want to go, but I was a little disappointed that I didn't even have the option to go. Anywho, we are going to we're going to ask, what did Aroa play this week? So <clears throat> primarily, I played uh, Rune Factory 5. Uh, that's Wait. that's similar to Harvest Moon. Yeah, so I believe it was originally a spin-off of Harvest Moon. Uh okay. like I think it was I think it was actually like Rune Factory a fantasy Harvest Moon or something like that. I see. Um but of course since now Harvest Moon is owned entirely and and developed entirely by uh whatever I I can't is it Natsume? I have no idea. Is it? I think it's Natsume um could be i could be getting that backwards but anyway uh don't buy any of the new harvest moon games they're not real harvest moon games um since since that all happened now rune factory is entirely done by marvelous uh who you may recognize as doing a lot of games 
that are popular with the uh the weeb groups um i'm just a little so, bit out of genre here i thought stardew valley was the big harvest moon game to play uh it's kind of maybe, maybe that's like five years ago old now though it, well it's kind of funny because uh generally i think that stardew valley does everything that rune factory 5 tries to do but better um really the only difference is the, the idea of the combat not the execution so much because uh, the game is extremely held back by being on the switch um i really really hope that it gets a release on like anything else um, pc particularly pc but like it's just criminal that this game has to be on the switch because seriously it struggles to stay at 30 fps most of the time oh, um no. you walk out of a building and the game chugs for like five seconds as everything pops into existence it's it's bad um and then having to do like Babby's first souls sort of like combat it, it's like action rpg combat but the idea is supposed to be that you're dodging at the right time to get uh invincibility frames so that you can then counter attack um having to do that at 15 fps is not fun um and i cannot fathom how bad it must be if you turn off uh the dynamic resolution setting in in the settings which is a thing that you can do for some reason um oh, but so you could so you could force it to be at 720p you, you or could, whatever yeah you could force it to run like shit at all times if you really oh, wanted to oh good <laughs> i i can't wait until i can play it on my steam deck yeah like i i'm kind of tempted to try it out on an emulator to see if like because i haven't done anything with like making switch games run better on pc but i know that that's a thing that you can do because i know there's like a it's like a 60 fps patch or something for breath of the wild and shit yeah. like that but even even like, running i, I want to see that even running at a consistent 30 frames a second would be nice it would make a massive difference because when you go into a dungeon and it doesn't have to render anything it actually feels pretty good uh, you can consistently get dodges off and like it feels like a game and then you go back outside and everything just runs like ass and it's like well at least i'm only playing the visual novel parts now um i do like the writing quite a bit they've done a fantastic job with the translation um it is you're, just so you know uh your mic yeah. is like making a pop am i noise? popping yeah you I are popping? yes okay give me 10 seconds it's okay you yeah you've been doing this for the last 11 minutes we just didn't say anything because okay. we're polite yeah. i didn't know okay it's still no. doing it yeah let me restart discord okay so how's it going connor we're just gonna wait for Oroa to come back after he, he okay. restarts it's, it's discord. Take him too long. no it shouldn't it... oh hey there he is is he back what's popping homie <laughs> Aroa, I can't hear you. You restarted Discord, then went all the way to the far side of the room, it sounds like. 
Well, so I can't. Re, re, are you going to edit this out? No. That was um, not the plan. Oh. Editing. Wait, what? Hi. Welcome back. Hey. And uh, is it st it's still popping? Yes, it is. I don't know what's going on there. So um, are you going to restart on... your computer while Connor talks about the games he's played? Uh, One other thing, because I'm pretty much done anyway. Okay. Um, you... Everybody who likes visual novels, check out Dokusei. Came out on Steam recently. Okay. First uh, actual localization of Dokusei. Uh, basically the first dating sim. So. Oh, the very first one. Pretty much. The the one that also an let us. Guy. But the, you know, I the one that led us into this world of ruin is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to move on. Got big old honkaroonies. The beginning of the end. <laughs> yes. We're going to talk to Connor about what games he's played while Aroa restarts his computer. So, Connor, what I'm games have you played? flying away. Goodbye, Aroa. What games did I play this week? Right. I played a whole lot of work. I know that. How was that? Played. Uh, we're starting to get a little busy again. Uh, but we don't talk about that here. We talk about video games. Good. First, I played some Space Station 13. That's kind of like my honorable mention game. I haven't been doing too much. Okay, no, I, I was about to say that, but I actually have been doing some exciting things. But I've been trying to just observe and listen a little more than I usually do. Let mm -hmm. uh, let things happen passively instead of instigating. And especially in a game like, you, you know, what is basically werewolf or mafia or whatever where some people are actively trying to find out who other people are yeah it can w w when you're just trying to blend in people kind of wonder what you're doing anyways mm. that's you know it's you have a job-based game you're doing your job people nobody you know nobody bats an eye if you start messing around the station just checking out other things that makes people interact with you more ironically i see so that's been good that's if it's a hard game to explain to anybody, and I recommend anybody try it out, and you will probably overwhelmed, uh, be overwhelmed, I mean to say, and that's completely normal. Yeah, I was very overwhelmed, uh, especially the the one where we were, so we, we came, there was a giant alien attack. <laughs> and then As then, will happen in space. And then the other one that we joined, there were cultists that were murdering everybody. And that was so fun. The, the, the latter is more what typically happens not that invasions can't happen on a station but the the wackiness of like a cult uprising that oh suddenly we need to deal with that yeah. that's a good example of the sort of game that space station 13 is yeah but did did you do any warhammer stuff no i didn't get a chance to play any warhammer i did get to play star wars the the whole ding ding skywalker saga I think that's its official title. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Switch a little more. How was that? Started. I, I've gotten to a point where I was now playing Star Wars games about a Star Wars that I've never seen. Oh, uh, right. That being Star Wars, I think it's uh, the the Force Awakens or something. It's the seventh one. I think that is. Yeah, the, the Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah. And I was starting to play the game, and I was like, "Huh, well, this is wacky and neat, but I don't actually really know what's going on here." So I I went and got into an excuse to watch it, and we were talking about this before the show, uh, just because we live in an age where everything is digital and streamed, we can't always 
expect the quality to keep up with our our bandwidth capability. Yeah. So the thing that I was watching was being scaled down like by an AI scaler, I think it was. And because the source material was so high def and because when a house full of everybody is streaming at the same time, my particular bit rate at that time was low. It just kind of turned everything black. So I eventually did fix the issue and I was able to enjoy the movie. But like the the first try that I gave it, I just kind of thought that's how dark the movie was. (laughs) J.J. Abrams, maybe it was an artistic choice. So so what's the so you said when you when you chose off the 4K option, it made the screen completely black. Not completely. It it starts off and they're in like a candlelit desert Adobe builder. There's probably a better term for that. And you could just see the candle and like the reflections off their faces. You can't really like make out any facial expressions. I was like, okay, this isn't. And then they go outside. They're starting to shoot blasters. Every time they shoot a blaster, it's like when you turn on the the glow effect in Photoshop and it, it's like too dramatic. Interesting. I, I wonder... It was around that time I started suspecting that something was wrong. It, it was either the source material was corrupted in some way or what I suspect to be the case was the original was insanely high def and i was downgrading it to like I, 720p i think i know what the problem was is it was the original was probably hdr <laughs> or something like that and then that when you sense. downscaled there we're just gonna say they were they were on plex and the per the person who had it on plex probably um didn't have like the Plex Pass or the lifetime subscription thing to make HDR content better. Um, so it it was probably not able to to transcode it correctly to SDR. That's what I assume is it was converting from HDR to SDR not working correctly. But that's that's just my my thought on what's going on. And the other one was probably not HDR that you were getting. So most likely that or hardware rendering possibly we were discussing this before the show just because this is adjacent to our our tech topics is hey we have this source file we have it on multiple locations why does it suck on one and it's fine on the other i accidentally uh purchased a uh a movie that was in like dolby eight like dolby has their own hdr thing now of course dolby vision dot dol and it just made all the colors were wonky. Like it would just like have a rainbow of colors all the time. And so you I had to have to have like a specific Dolby decoder. Yeah. Um, which I don't have. So I had to uh, download DLC. It. Re-render it is what I had to do. Because uh, that's exactly what I did. I didn't I did not download it <laughs> again. So um games that okay so did you play anything else except for rune factory aroa oh um wobble dogs cool uh i had no idea what that is but we're gonna move on to me i played they wobble i so last rings they grow they grow wings so last week we spoke about it's a eugenics simulator oh is it oh good oh wait i remember you showing me uh snapchats of that yeah, it's adorable, but it does look quite adorable. It is also like technically a eugenic simulator. It's great. Oh, good. So last week I, I beat uh, Weird West. Thought that was a good game. 
And I was like, ah, man, like I have another week. Uh, I wonder if I can squeeze another game, beating another game before I leave to go to the UK. And I was able to do that. I played Life is Strange True Colors. And this Why? game, uh, it's included with Game Pass. Yeah, but like you could have played Solitaire or something. Yeah, but I wanted to beat this game. I wanted to beat another game. And I played all of the other Life is Strange games minus the prequel to Life is Strange 1. And, uh... Why? Because <laughs> I... Cause, that is a damn good question. Because <laughs> uh, I did, Aroa, okay? Are you, um, are you, a fucking, are you a fucking, like, games journalist or something? You yeah. You gotta play all these overrated fucking pieces of shit written by goddamn amateur bullshit so, so, fucking so let's, let's, telltale wannabe garbage fest. Let's go back. I can't um, let me, let me, let me stop Aroa from completely shitting <laughs> on the game. No, 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 please do. Um, Life is Strange 1 was all right. I I, I kind no, of enjoyed it. No, it wasn't. But the, good, the thing I like about these games and streaming them, uh, same thing with the Telltale games, is that typically the stories are about two and a half to three hours long. So they can fill out a stream. Like each chapter can fill out a stream. Uh, except for Life is Strange True Colors, where I found out on Wednesday, uh, the chapter took me an hour and a half. And then on Thursday, I got chapter four done in less than an hour. So I ended up having to just beat the, ga just beat the game on, on Thursday. because That one was not originally released episodic, was it? I don't know if it was all released at once. I know that they came I... out in chapters, but they might have just released it all. I seem to recall that it was just one game. Good. Also what I was thinking. That's good. So that's unfortunate. Sometimes they kind of give up halfway through. Yeah. Um, and of, of course the story is convoluted. I think that it's better than Life is Strange 2. Um, the story in Life is Strange True Colors is, you know, overcomplicated and dramatic. But it's not as bad as the story in... Life is Strange 2, because Life is Strange 2 had a lot of the... Every chapter was, oh, hey, look at this racist person. Everybody's <laughs> racist. Like, they just run into, like, the most racist caricatures of people. And those people do exist, but, like, none of the people that they run into are, like, good people. Um, so... Is so is the is the the marginalized group that this one is focused on uh transgender people? No, oh, surprisingly enough. Yeah, no, okay. not not I, so much. I that honestly I have seen very little if anything. I just assumed honestly. Honest, honestly, I think in that aspect they don't like you can choose to play your character as um cuz you play a female, you can choose to play either as a lesbian or or straight or both. Um and so, but there's no, I don't, there's no real anything about uh, transgenderism or anything like that uh, yeah, overtly just, in the game. I got that impression from the, from the trailers that that was what the theme was going to be. But Yeah. Surprisingly not. They're just going back to the first game where it's all about being gay. 
Uh, I mean, no, yes and no. Uh, but you want to be if like, you like be. gender identity is kind of identified. Like it's it's. I, I don't really think it's a part of the core game, though. Not yeah. in the same way, like maybe in the previous titles it was. But I'm not going to spoil too much because it is a newer game. But the first episode, uh, you end up going to save a child. So there's a, a you you move into a town, live with your brother. Your brother is stepdad to a child named Ethan. You then, Ethan's like, I'm going to go up to the mine. And you see flyers all over the town that are like, we're going to be doing a blast. Yeah, basically, don't go to the mine. We're doing a blast at 9 p.m., blah, blah, blah. It's like, these signs can't stop me. I don't know how to read. Yeah. (laughs) And I wanted the child to uh, not live. Die. And so... There's a point where, like, uh, Ethan's running off to go do something. He's like, I'm just going to stay home and do homework. And Gabe's like, all right, little man, it's cool. Your brother, Gabe. It's like, it's all right, little man, it's cool. And it gives you the option to tell your brother that he's going to go up to the mine or not. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> it's fine. Reeton, famously not liking children. And so we, you know, at the end, we have to go up and we save the child. And the child doesn't die. Your brother dies. And I was, I was wow. very, ups- I was very upset. Not that the brother died, but because the child lived. Um, and then in episode three, uh, you go LARPing. Yep. The, the chapter three is all about LARPing. And I'm like Is the dialogue all written like how real humans talk whenever they Oh no, it's it's awful. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible. And and my my thing was like looking at all these character designs, I'm like look at all these incredibly attractive people who are larping. Oh, I actually have um I have a hot take about that. What's that? What is the character from the Twilight shows, the the main character, like the one who's intentionally bland so Bella. anyone can Bella I, I think that's it. Yeah. Every character yeah. reminds me of that with a, a different coloring or a different shade, you know? Well, that's yeah. who those games are targeted towards. Exactly. Yes. I, written by 40 year old men who have no idea how those people interact. There yeah. we go. Now we're nailing it. So right it, on was, that. I, it was, I was insulted watching this. If, <laughs> if who is this for? It's, I don't know, but, uh, you know, I beat the game. It was all, it was all right for what it was. Like it has, it's, the best looking Life is Strange game. You can tell that they've updated the um the graphics Unity. engine a lot. Yeah. Like like the, the Unity engine. The graphics are are <laughs> objectively very good in the game. Um like the facial animations. It's even got ray tracing for some reason. It's very pretty to look sure, at. I just wish I was yeah. remotely interested in anything that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And then That's so, how I felt about the first game. I've also been playing on my uh my Steam Deck. And good note is that with the new experimental Proton Pack and the new update to WWE 2K22, it does launch. And I got about two minutes into a match, and then it crashed. Oh, goody. Yeah. Hey, so progress. It's, it's Baby just stuff. the same as playing it on Windows. Exactly. Actually, it runs fine on Windows. I have yeah, I had I no know. issues. They, they actually did, like, a good job. Right? I also played uh, on my Steam Deck. We We have discussed that. Uh, Wrestle, M- Wrestling Empire, which is made by our, our favorite indie developer, M. Dickey, uh, 
he that runs that at, anyways. That that runs at sixty frames a second. And I've been playing it on my Steam Deck. Oh wait, so like I'll throw on YouTube in my bedroom and like just think around on games on my Steam Deck. That's basically how I've been using it. Uh and I've been playing Wrestling Empire on that. Um, so you know, a little under a week ago I was playing it at night and um I know that the game is a lot more it has a lot more deep like in-depth stuff than WWE 2K22 does. Like if you're in a match and like an opponent attacks a body part too much, you can get injured in the game. You can and, die. Well, yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I'm 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 playing the game. You've ruined it, Aroa. So oh. uh, <laughs> So I'm playing the game and my my guy makes the scream like <laughs> like he's got injured and then you're able to get up like what what it does when you get injured is your light bar goes down to zero and you can still technically you can continue on the match and uh you can you can even win the match uh but then we kept fighting and then i ended up like my guy got knocked out and it i was like oh man that must have been a bad injury i'm probably going to be out for a few weeks and it comes in, it's like, after suffering a very serious injury, they were a- unable to resuscitate Reeton. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so my, I, I had to retire, and I had to start over. But here's another kicker. You go into the wrestling, uh, you go into, like, the story mode, and you can't select that character again. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah. So it doesn't reset that. It just kills the character then you have to move on um you can go and uh like reset the database and so it brings every anybody who is injured isn't injured it 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 resets everything um but yeah if you wanted to do that you would have to start a new character and unfortunately one thing most immersive of immersive sim wrestling games yeah one thing i don't like about it is that it does not allow you to create a character you have to take a pre-existing character and alter oh, yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, so, so I hope one day that M. Dickey does put like a character creator in it. Uh, but I've I've gone through the menus and I can't find a way to do that other than altering a character that's already created. I I think that might just be a limitation of how he keeps track of uh, all the other characters or like all the characters in the simulation. Yeah. Like, I imagine that there's just a database in the background that's like, or, and, and like shit that's going, all right, character 30 is in this room doing this. This is character 30's stats. This is character 30's personality. And Interesting. Like, yeah. You have to modify character 23 or whatever, and then they just get removed from the simulation and controlled by a human. But yeah, um, and then I also did start up, I didn't play very much of it, but I started up the Phantom Pain on my Steam Deck, and it runs at 60 frames a second. It should. Yeah, I mean. It's running in the fucking Fox engine, which is like one of the most fucking amazing engines I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's never going to get used for anything good ever again. No, probably not. But we're going to move on to some news stories and talk about uh, ads. Who here likes ads? Wait, I, feel I like, like that we... they used the same photo that I used when we were talking about ads in our podcast chat. 
That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it, we talked about it last week, was that Microsoft was wanting to put ads in their games. And now Sony's like, wait, that's a good idea. <laughs> um, and so they have come out saying that they want to put ads into free-to-play games. And Didn't Sony, like, patent technology around this years ago? I think they did. Uh, this comes from Destructoid. Uh, Destructoid. Uh, it says, the paid-walled feature, which cites a team of Sony insiders as its sources, suggests that Sony has been looking into new ways to monetize free-to-play titles, which have skyrocketed in popularity, popularity since the ongoing COVID-19 oh. pandemic, forced communities to seek engaging entertainment in their own homes. While free-to-play games are already mired for the controversy due to their compulsive nature and pricey microtransactions, it seems that studios are considering in-game ads as a way to harness money-making. So yeah, I was right. Uh, I just posted it in uh, the discussion channel. But uh, 10 years ago, Sony patented a method for PlayStation in-game advertising that stops games to show you a commercial. I really hope that's not what they do. Like, we, we spoke <laughs> about it. If you're playing Forza and there's a billboard for Read and Entertainment podcast, I'm cool with that. Um, if, we're, if we're playing Forza and, like, a Linus Tech Tips video starts, I would be very <laughs> mad. I bet you that their plan... Now, I, I haven't looked at that patent or anything, but I would not be surprised if the idea is you can choose to pay like, you know, two or three dollars and turn off in-game advertising or at least the the big like billboard thing that pops up in front of your screen pauses the game. I bet you that that is something that they end up looking to sell because they've probably seen how successful it is in the mobile market. And they're like, wait, why aren't we doing this on the console marketplace? Okay. Like, why are we? Because I would sell my console. So <laughs> apparently, EA has done this before. If you scroll down to the bottom of this oh, yeah. article, EA had one. It said, Electronic Arts has removed a series of Amazon sponsored flash ads. I don't know if they're flash <laughs> ads from its MMA simulator UFC 4 following a huge backlash from fans on social media and Reddit. The offending feature would cause adverts for Amazon TV shows The Boys to appear on screen between rounds and replays. And apparently they they had to pull those because uh, people were very Oh, yeah. It. It's just like a fucking... It's like on TV. Yeah, I think they're calling it a flash ad because it just flashes up on screen and it goes, watch the thing! And then it goes away. Like... But it's, yeah, it's very much like if you were watching UFC on TV, which, hey, that's a clever way of implementing it. But also, I paid money for this, you motherfucker. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's UFC 4 is a, it's a game you have to purchase. Uh, it's not even yeah. a free-to-play game. It, it's a little less egregious than, like, a free-to-play game, but still, uh, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like ads in stuff like... You know, you know, I watch wrestling and every once in a while they'll partner with somebody and they'll be like, oh, man, this this is some great Mountain Dew we have here. Uh, and then like, yeah, does, does that happen in a pay-per-view as well? Sometimes. Yes. 
Oh, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, uh, they had uh, AEW had was sponsored by Cracker Barrel, and <laughs> I one of the fucking stipulations for being sponsored by Cracker Barrel was they not only had to talk about it, it had to be featured in a match. <laughs> so like they have a giant Cracker Barrel that like somebody had to do like a dive, like somebody was in the Cracker Barrel, and another person. <laughs> Did a dive onto the Cracker Barrel. Now, wait, so, <laughs> this is Cracker Barrel, the restaurant. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. I, thought, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was the restaurant or the cheese company. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the it's the restaurant. <laughs> and then he's a... opening the box of Cracker Barrel cheese. He's dumping <laughs> the cheese all over him. He can't take that much cheddar goodness. <laughs> Your wife is so confused right now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, they would, and then all, and then in AEW, it's more, it's the most fresh in my mind. But they would, uh, they would also hype up Cracker Barrel, like they'd be like, "And just so you know, this pay per view is brought to you by Cracker Barrel." And you know, the great thing about Cracker Barrel is it's good every time. And I was like, "Nah, it's all right. Like it's fine." Just like this pre-written ad, good yeah. every time. <laughs> so I hate ads, and I would. I would prefer that my I don't mind it in in like YouTube because again I don't pay for that. And if I have to watch a 5 second ad before a video I'm not really going to get mad about it. Um you know I do pay for YouTube and I don't mind whenever the person I'm watching goes and this video was brought to you by Curiosity Stream because I know it's helping that individual person. You know who I don't want to help is yeah. a multi-billion dollar corporation that is selling ad space in this thing that I paid 60 fucking dollars for. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're not paying... I don't. It's a little different because they do release their content for free, so I understand that the individual creators have to make that money. But well, again... And they're also... They're going to get like... They're going to get like $100 from the the combined income from YouTube Premium. Right. I... I don't know. I don't like this idea of putting ads in games, especially if it's what about, uh, intrusive. What about like, Game Pass, though? Oh, God, I love Game Pass. I hope no, they I don't mean, put can ads you imagine? in Game Pass. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. You know they um, would. Oh, yeah, definitely. I actually have Game Pass yeah. Ultimate now. I mean, it's not a bad deal if you have an Xbox. Yeah, I have an Xbox Series X, so... I don't know. Yeah, yeah you do. Um, uh, that That, yeah, saying that about... YouTube Premium made me realize, like, oh, wait, that's literally just Game Pass, isn't it? But, yeah. like, they could potentially put ads in games on Game Pass. But Coming to a console near you. I, I bet they'd lose subs over it, and I wonder if they would make enough money to make back all the money that they would lose from Well, that's subs. another thing. I, 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 I don't have it as a story that we're going to talk about this week. Um, but apparently Netflix is considering putting ads. Mm -hmm. Well, Netflix and, is also like, like uh, hemorrhaging subscribers right now. Well, so. they're also thinking about uh, password sharing and cracking down on that. Yeah, and they keep and, saying that, and they will. I mean, they especially right now because they're hemorrhaging subscribers. Like they gotta, they gotta crack down. And they know people who have been sharing 
or you know using somebody else's netflix login if they're addicted enough to netflix's content for some bizarre reason they'll pay money for it probably so like, yeah i can see that my thing is what they want to do is they want to charge you like three dollars extra a month per additional user and I okay. was like, if they start doing that, uh, I'm canceling my account and just telling all my friends to that that's not get their own fucking Netflix account. No, yeah. I'm not going to tell them to get a Netflix account because that's <laughs> bullshit. I don't um, want Netflix making money. Yeah, like, I don't know. I've never I've never seen anything on Netflix that makes me go, wow, I really want to pay however much a month Netflix is for that. It it used to be $10 or something, or less than $10, and now it's like $15, and that's just not worth it, in my opinion. Not not whenever, like, most of that, like, besides the Netflix original shit, is probably on, like, Amazon Prime Video, and, like, if you really want to watch that, you, you probably already pay for Amazon Prime anyway, so just watch it on there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about Halo. Halo Infinite. Oh, I still have not played through the campaign. How did we get so far off? What? I, what? I, I, I don't know. know. We were talking oh, about yeah. ads and video yeah, games. So, yeah, we were talking about ads and video games. So I started talking about Netflix subscriptions. Because, I, I, because do, I do think you can do ads and video games correctly. Pardon me. Let me get that last sense I wanted to get in before we uh, <laughs> derail. Whew. Uh, I, it, you know, like we're saying, billboards or something, or like I mentioned last week, my perfect idea for an ad-based video game, fully gimmicked, is you play it, it gets your location detail, and there's got to be a way to find local ads, and you pick up a piece of paper in the middle of the woods, and it's an ad for like a local car dealership or something like that, <laughs> and you're yo. walking through the woods, and all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> "There's only one, Bob Roarman." And if I if I heard that guy who I've been seeing on TV since I was on diapers chasing me through the woods, or even just a black like, you know, a, a, an analog of it saying those lines, that that'd be worth ten bucks to me. So I want that so badly. I know I want it. I don't know. Who... No, but for real, like just pick it up, like like seeing the ad organically, like in the environment, is actually like I would be so okay with that. And, like, there already are plenty of targeted ad technologies that use your location. Right. Uh, like, pick like up a newspaper that has the, the MacGuffin of plot you need. And then in the corner, you could buy a car in your town. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would probably be the best, but I doubt that they're going to put that much. No, they're going to be in your face it. about it because they're <laughs> dumbasses. Yeah. You put that in, if you put that in Last of Us, it would probably take you out of the experience a little bit. But, you know. Maybe, whatever. maybe a little bit. Um, but we're going to move on. We're going to talk about Halo. Who here has played through the Halo Infinite story yet? I haven't, I haven't even, even downloaded the game. <laughs> I, I have not played through the Infinite experience yet the infinite campaign yet because it doesn't have co-op and apparently it's not getting co-op until august wow which is a long ways away so you're uh, saying i can keep it uninstalled for now <laughs> it says 343 first delayed the debut of season two to may 3rd and later said campaign co-op wouldn't be available when the season kicked off so i guess it was supposed to be the next update was going to have it 
and they have since delayed that. So it's looking like August. Um, and also, don't watch the TV show, apparently. It's bad. <laughs> I guess. Just a little bit. I haven't if seen they it. They didn't watch the... They haven't played the games. They didn't do... They didn't take anything from the games for the show. Like, they said that. Why... How do you how do you go into the production for a licensed fucking product and go? I'm not looking at the source material. Go fuck yourself. That is so. How that, do you do did that? They, they didn't read the books or anything. They did nothing. Okay, we're gonna and, and that was just a brief aside. Uh, hopefully, that will be back and and campaign will be on uh, in August so that then, Connor and I like can finally play Halo through 4. it. Didn't like delay Halo Four or something to like implement co-op. I or think it, so. Or, no, it was like split screen or something. Split screen co-op, maybe. Oh co-op. right, yeah, because it was yeah. originally not supposed to be uh, split screen. Then the community is like, "What? No couch co-op on Halo?" Which, yeah. to be fair, why wouldn't you have couch co-op on Halo? Yeah, I, I get it. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that the campaign's good. I hear the campaign's good, but I'm not going to play it until I can do it with co-op because that's how I play through Halo campaigns. And I'll play it uh, once I run out of other games to play. Oh no, you're never going to play it. Yeah. Until the world ends. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about uh, Terra. Years ago. Terra. Who here likes Terra? I do. I know I... of it. I think I that Terra think it's a pretty cool MMO. It is. It is a an action well, combat was. MMO. It was. Uh, it's still around, technically, uh, but it is getting shut down. Uh, Blue Hole's MMO Terra is shutting down after almost ten years of service outside of South Korea. It says after careful deliberations, the developers of Terra have unfortunately taken the difficult decision to end development of the game as they feel they are no longer able to provide the satisfying content that Terra players deserve. Instead, they would like to focus on their internal development efforts on other projects. Um, that's what GameForge wrote in a statement. Terra? And it looks, looks like... like it. I'm sorry. Yeah, apparently. So... The publisher They're the stated, PUBG people. Are they? Yeah. Interesting. The publisher stated the ability to purchase Terra Thalers and Terra Club purchases will be deactivated on May 31st. Then on 30th June, all Terra servers will be deactivated. So technically, you can still play Terra until July 1st. And then you're, you're well, done. Well, I'm sure there are already like uh private servers we call it yeah private servers up yeah so that's if not maybe this would be a good push to get that all things considered that's a fast turnaround from announcement to shutdown three months that's that's pretty quick actually yeah and i I also hate whenever they announce these and they're like you can still buy premium currency though yeah, if you want to. If you want to give us more money, that'd be pretty. Don't sweet. worry, we're not shutting it down won't the market. Save the game, but here's your last chance to try out. I don't know, cosmetic bullshit. I some games are like, oh, we're shutting down, and we're just gonna make everything on the game shop free until then, until um shut down or whatever. But that. Never really happens. They usually keep the store open for X amount of time, and then they shut down the game. Uh, I I don't like that. 
I don't like the fact that Terra might or is going to shut down and people are going to lose hundreds of hours of progress or thousands of hours of progress that they had in a game that they enjoyed. Um, and a, like, massive fucking, like, world and actually, like, pretty good combat. Like... Yeah. That just sucks. It was... I, I It probably wasn't the first uh, action combat MMO, but it was definitely... It, it was definitely, like, the the best for its time it, of getting released. It was an absolute, like, it was a flagship MMO in its day. Like, I, re I remember when Terra first came out as, because I'm pretty sure it was a sub MMO. It was. When it first launched. And, like, I remember watching gameplay of it, and I remember, like, shortly after it went free-to-play playing it, and I was like, holy shit. Like, how does, M how does an MMO look like this and play like this? This is amazing. I remember violating a NDA. <laughs> uh, he said proudly. Because uh, it's, it's <laughs> shutting down. What are they going to do to me now? Um, I got into the beta for Terra, and they're like, you can't stream it. And I was like, yeah, I think I can. Um, <laughs> and I did. I didn't get taken down or anything, and I had like 200 viewers. Yeah, it was great. I remember when I remember when people did that with ESO. It was yeah, pretty great. I mean, what were they going to do? Take down my account with a hundred people that are following it at the time? Uh, yeah, yeah, they they could have, but they didn't. They could have. Uh, that was like ten percent of the entire Justin TV population. That's true. But this was on. This was when Twitch was still a thing. Oh, that was, was post Twitch. A, yeah, it was. I believe Justin TV was still a thing at the time, but Twitch was also a thing. Yeah. And then they merged them. So uh, Terra is unfortunately shutting down, but I'm sure if you want to, you can find either find other MMOs to play if that's what you're looking for. Um, I know Elyon is another action-based MMO that's recently released that has gotten some negative reviews. If you don't want... If you don't want cosmetics, uh, Black Desert Online has pretty good action combat. Yeah. But you're also going to pay real money if you want to look different. Yeah. And um, I'm sure that they have private servers that they're going to be able to... If they don't have oh, yeah. them right now, they are going to have them up fairly shortly, I would imagine. Yeah, um, if, uh, if the fucking uh, Shin Megami Tensei mmo has private servers then Terra that's is going true to. that that is true <laughs> if if the dot hack mmo yeah. that was released only in japan on the playstation 2 has private servers <laughs> i'm thinking you can find a Terra if it's private server somewhere uh we're gonna move on and to our last story which is one that aroa brought up i thought about bringing this up and then i saw that you had already posted it but uh, this is from Kotaku. It says, the Nintendo of American contractors who feel like second-class workers. Because they are. They are. They definitely are. Um, uh, not going to read through this whole thing because, Jesus Christ, it's a goddamn essay. Yeah. Uh, but I basically want to summarize it by pointing out that Nintendo, the company that many people think is this magical fucking factory of munchkins and fucking charlie and the chocolate factory bullshit uh it's just like every other big company uh in america um this is about nintendo of america by the way not nintendo of japan 
they're probably it, it, the the Japanese studio company, whatever. Uh, they're probably just like every other Japanese big company. That is to say, just as bad, just in different ways. Yeah. Um, well, okay, okay. The... I will let's back up here. One thing I will mm. say about what happened with Nintendo is when the Wii U released um, and it was doing um, not as well as they would like, uh, the three heads of Nintendo in Japan took a 50% pay cut so that they didn't have to cut any of their workers. Yeah. And that's not something that that Mer- America American would never com- do that. Yeah, no, that's no not something in America would ever do. That. They're like, we're a family that will fire you if <laughs> if we think that it's going to cost us a one percent like drop in profit. That's also what- also here at Nintendo of America, uh, we do the same fucking thing that a bunch of other companies do. That I think we've even brought up on the podcast in other circumstances. Oh yeah, uh, where you're a permanent a temporary employee and we fire you like once a year or whatever once every two years so that you can draw unemployment for three months and then we can bring you back and not have to give you benefits yes like that's that that's kind of the gist of this article is that every like shitty thing that we've ever talked about or that you've ever heard anybody talk about working in any kind of office job uh, that's all happened at Nintendo of America and probably more. Yeah, it says here, many testers say they make as little as $16 an hour, which is less than the minimum wage of the next door Seattle in one of the priciest housing markets in the country. A handful of people make over $20, but that's rare, said one current full-time employee. Meanwhile, competitor Activision Blizzard recently announced it was making all of its testers full-time staff with full benefits and a starting rate of $20 an hour. Following a recent uh, push by QA staff at Call of Duty Warzone studio Raven Software to unionize. Man, it's almost like unions are good. Yeah. Like, I, I, I have a coworker who is, uh, he's libertarian, which means he's wrong about everything. And he hates unions. and But he also hates c- corporations. And I'm like, okay, so if corporations are so bad, and you don't agree with most of the things that they do, um, then why are they, like, wouldn't you want to support unions because they are incredibly scared of people unionizing? There's got to be a reason why corporations hate unions. And it's because of stuff like this, where they, they're like, oh, shit, they're going to unionize. We better pay them more. Make them feel like actual people. Um, So... You know, Amazon, Starbucks, all this is happening too. Uh, was was there anything else you wanted to add to that, Aroa? Um, no, I mean you're right. Uh, I do think there's something to say for the argument that like there are large unions which act more like a corporation in and of themselves than a union. Yes, but f- most of the time, if you are setting up a new unionized group that's going to be a lot better for everyone involved besides the company than letting the company just kind of do whatever the fuck they want um and yeah like there's really not a whole lot 
else without going into the nitty gritty of the article uh, to mention just that it's, it's the typical Nintendo is taking advantage of its workers and pretending that they don't do that. Yeah. And, and, and I've heard some, this is not a new thing, right? I've heard some stuff from, from people I worked with in, you know, cause I was a, I was a contractor at Sony for a little while. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that to you guys. I don't talk about it all the just, time. Just a couple of times. <laughs> I, I sometimes forget. You yeah. Know? Uh, but but I had, you know, a, a coworker who had worked at Gearbox, and Gearbox would treat their temporary workers like second-class citizens to the point where uh, Gearbox had, like, the, the QA people technically worked for another company that they set up so, like, that they could give them worse benefits and worse pay. And then... Mm the QA testers would set up the Christmas party but not be able to go to the Christmas party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've had, they had contractors at a previous job that I worked at where it was sort of like that, where it was like, hey, everybody, it's free ice cream day. And I'm not exaggerating. That's literally a thing that they did. It was free ice cream day. Yeah, I've had uh, that a couple times. It's great. But, there was, but everyone was told, contractors don't get any ice cream. And I was, yeah, like they paid for several ice cream trucks to fucking pull up in front of the building and they had to refuse anybody that had the wrong color badge. I, when I, when I worked at Sony, we had an administrative lady that handled all of that stuff. So I got so many cups and bowls and, (laughs) and t-shirts and I even got Crash Bandicoot, the insane trilogy for free, which was great. It came in an old PlayStation jewel case. Um, cool. It had a then it had a piece of paper inside. Yes, right? it did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, every once in a while, we would get or she would get a note from like Sony being like, "Hey, here you go. These are for, um, these are for employees only. You can't give them the contractors." And Susan, the administrator lady, would be like, "No," and then still give them to contractors. <laughs> See, that's that. Those are the people that like make corporate america sometimes being worth being a part of yeah 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 when i worked at the law firm we had a similar thing going on where they basically got told hey we're doing a celebration but only for some of the caseworkers and unfortunately for them i had building access (laughs) (laughs) they would um they would do that every once in a while there were a couple of things that i couldn't attend when when i was at sony and it was like you, I couldn't, there were meetings I couldn't attend, like IT staff meetings that were only for employees. But I don't want to attend an hour and a half long IT meeting going over numbers and statistics anyway. So that was like, okay, cool. And then um, also at Facebook, um, they would do employee only, like hands on deck meetings that were hosted by Mark Zuckerberg. And again, not something I really give a shit about attending, so I didn't really care. But those were the only things I ever really uh, was barred from when working at any of these companies. However, you didn't have I to do... go to the suck the zuck meetings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but that being said, like I've heard, you know, Nintendo and and Activision and Gearbox and even Rockstar, like they definitely treat. Uh, contractors as second class citizens a lot of the time. Uh, there's where... actually there's somebody 
in the comments of this article mm -hmm. that uh, says they worked at Nintendo of America as a tester. And uh, Nintendo is actually one of the few companies that does not credit their temp uh, QA testers that for is, their work. That is bullshit, too. Um, and the reasoning, special thanks. the reasoning is that technically Nintendo of America doesn't have a QA department that isn't directly controlled by Nintendo of Japan. So they they essentially employ a third party company that actually employs all of those QA testers and they do all the work. Oh, OK, so that's bullshit. So so the, the company gets credited and that little fucking like who, whoever fucking actually runs that company doesn't give a shit about whether or not their their slaves get credited. Yeah, uh, that's. I mean, it, it is nice be like, I, I know it's a, it's not much of a claim to fame, but it is nice, even if you're just QA or IT, to be looking yeah. at the credits and be like, that's my name. It's like, nice to be able to fucking, like, say you were a part of something. Yeah. Even if it was, even if it was just in some small way, like, it just feels good. It's, it feels good to get credit for helping something happen. Well, and, and it's then, bullshit whenever fucking publishers don't let you do that. And and one thing is when I was at Sony, my last day there, um, the QA guys were people that I, I sat next to. Uh, we were in the, like, we got the basement area. Like, they, they moved us all over to a new building. And everyone, everyone on the second and third floor got sit-stand desks and everything. And then they said that they were going to give everybody, everybody was going to have sit-stand desks. Uh, turns out that didn't work out, so the QA and IT people did not get sit-stand desks. Of you course. You know, the people who are going to be working at desks. <laughs> yeah. And so, well, everybody worked at desks at a video game studio, let's be fair. Um, so uh, on my last day, I had uh, the... One of the QA guys, I think it was Ryan, came up to me. I was like, hey, man, uh, can you come look at something for me? And I'm like, yeah. And so we walk, and we walk past the QA place into the kitchen, and they had bought me an ice cream cake on my last day of work. Aww. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's, that is fucking I, – I teared up a little bit. I'll be honest. Like, it was, it was really nice of them. Uh, so I really and the have... icing said, go fuck yourself. Reeton's like, you guys know me so well. <laughs> I, would be, I would be so happy. <laughs> But um, yeah, so so that was you know QA guys work the hardest uh, a lot of the time out of everybody, and everybody works hard. Everybody's pulling like sixty, seventy hour weeks. But QA guys will go like we'll have a they'll have a meeting on Friday and be like, all right, everyone go home. QA, you're here till midnight. Like <laughs> they they just constant we constantly we're working like 8 a.m to 11 or 8 a.m to midnight and uh so so they they are constantly the hardest workers at any uh any game studio really shows the cue of their product yes but anyway um anything else either of you want to add to this no uh, it appears not nope. <laughs> no i got none all right nah. So I want to thank both of you for being here. Thank you, Aroa, for being here for most of the podcast. Yeah, you know, uh, at least the popping is gone. 
Yes. And thank you for being here, Connor. I was here the whole time. Yeah. And we'll see you. Well, wait. I won't see you next week. Aroa and Connor will see you next week. And yeah, buddy. We'll see how that goes. Thank you and goodbye. Uh, See you guys uh, next week. uh, uh, uh.